Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast, episode 181. Rolling, rolling, we're rolling. We're rolling on June 18, 2011. I'm your host, Chris Privetier, and that, my friends, is the dulcet tones of Lucifer, a.k.a. Sean Cooper. Hi. Hi. Thanks for joining us today, Sean. No, you're not welcome. Oh. You know, I just woke up. I woke up two minutes before you invited me on to this nonsense. And you're like, oh, I'm going to get called on to an RPG cast today, aren't I? I knew it. I knew it as soon as I turned on Skype and saw you on. I'm like, oh, God, it's going to be. And then I got an IM. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I need help. Because <laughs> the only other two people here with me today, even though I really like them, are John Yorworth. I found Mornington Crescent. I don't know what that means. It's a very British joke. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm lost. And Emmanuel Marino. Man, you're a liar. You don't like anybody in the industry. Oh, you're right. I don't like anybody. <laughs> I like Bobby Kotick. I was I was dogging on one of Manny's favorite news writers. Earlier. Oh, one of my favorite now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think he is. All right. Lies. Lies. So, Please. Uh, let's get on to feedback. Our feedback from the last show was that, uh, well, Kirby's nice, and, uh, oh, that's right. Somebody looked in the world of tanks, where you get to play ah, tanks. my friend plays that and is constantly trying to get me to play it with him. He says, uh, this is from Just Doug, he says he's surprised at how MMO-ish a system they could implement around tanks. Mm-hmm. You'd think it'd be more purely RTS than anything else, but I began nope. identifying your basic MMO classes among the different kinds of tanks. I'm hoping there's a tank class. I forget a lot of the details, but reading about the different kinds of tanks and such in the games made me want to try it out. Definitely something to look into for anyone interested by World War II or general military stuff. He also likes the trailers making fun of other online games, and I do too. They're quite good. The EVE Online one is fantastic. Making fun of how it takes you two years to get a ship and then it gets blown up. <laughs> it's true. One of our readers it's not has quite been true, but um, it can be that way if you make the game yeah. like that for yourself. <laughs> One of my friends, or our readers, I should say, not a friend, because <laughs> there's a big difference. Yeah. Uh, but one of our readers <laughs> has been, um, currently he plays Eve, because he's like a trading fiend, and all he does is trade and trade. And he works for a financial services company that develops trading software. So trading is his life. Mm-hmm. And so then we introduced him to Eve, and that's all he does now. Wow. Well, that, that's he's a good game for trading. He sends me messages constantly, like, I must find a berth! I must find a berth! At two o'clock in the morning, like, go to bed. Your ships. ship will be fine. Yeah. No, my ship. Oh, no, my ship. That's his response. <laughs> yeah. And like, I don't understand your silly trading. He, game. He's a uh, Eve. You right click. You just warp to a planet and dock. I don't know what his problem is. He needs a specific birth, perhaps. Apparently, well, he might be in low sex space where he could get blown up by going or to the wrong station. Too, or his ship's too large. Oh, you can't. That, that can't any- be a problem. I've heard. When your ship is very large, you need to find a suitable place in which to dock it. Yes, <laughs> some some of the some of the larger ship classes. Yep, absolutely can only be docked at um, uh, the um, self-constructed space stations that orbit mm-hmm. moons. The but, large white ones. But I've yeah. also found that the African ships tend to be much larger on the whole than the other ships. Uh, it's been a long it's been a long time since I was involved with Eve Online. <laughs> you can you can tell this isn't my podcast immediately. Just <laughs> things just go by and <laughs> no one says anything. It's all right. It's all right. All right. Well, Veiled um 
genitalia references aside, Sean. I'm uh, not the one saying anything about genitals. That's you. You oh, just said it. Right. It wasn't me. Right. Yes. I'm talking about spaceships. Spaceships. White African spaceships. spaceships. That's right. Big, big African spaceships that need big docks. Big, big docks. giant docks in which they can insert themselves. Do you like big docks? Big docks? No. And you cannot, and you cannot lie. Eve. You cannot lie, Sean. I don't like Eve. You don't like big I don't dogs. know how to trade things. I, I let other people handle that. Right. See, the funny I, thing is, is when uh, Valentine's Day rolled around, they did actually use that joke. Oh, they did? Did they really? Yeah. <laughs> I like yeah. big ducks, and I cannot lie. <laughs> well, not quite that joke, but a picture of a smaller ship flying into a much larger one. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> in a certain way. That's awful. It's brilliant. I mean, no. uh, one of the developers even did describe the big, uh, the largest Amaran ship as base it, it wasn't supposed to be cost effective it was just a giant dick you know <laughs> okay. in the words of the developer that produced it i think he means e-penis but all right no because no, the ship the itself people. looks like a giant penis oh well that's pleasant <laughs> truly my heart warms to these developers <laughs> i may get this game now is that try all it warms? All right. so we should uh we should move on let's do our news before we have our little segment interruption or in- interlude excuse me because uh, we don't have a lot of news this week. So, first story, speaking of EVE Online, it got hit by hackers, along with Minecraft and League of Legends and wow, BioWare Legends got and hit. Sega. Yeah, League of Legends yep, got hit. all got hit by hackers. So, as far as Minecraft, EVE, and League of Legends, it looks like LolzSec did it, which is this newer hacker group that's out there saying, hey, we're doing stuff for the laws, and they're picking on groups that they have a... A, a beef with and sometimes that they don't necessarily have a beef with and they attack them i hope that they catch the little squirts and put them all in prison for been, a million years i mean this is this is the same group that just recently hacked the cia website so there's they hacked the public facing web page of the cia yeah you know it's not like they took down the cia yeah i've heard it represented as they took down the cia i know that's the funny I, part like no they didn't actually they're not that bad but uh they uh they probably got some people after them Right now, so I hope so. I hope they all get caught and tortured in Guantanamo Bay. Now, where we send people. Now, the other two that got hit, Bioware and Sega. Um, well, for Bioware, they eighteen thousand Neverwinter Nights forum users' accounts were compromised. So well, that's no big loss. Change your passwords no if you're anymore. one of those. <laughs> well, it's the forums. Like if you reuse that password, like consider get changing that. I don't know if they actually got the password, but it's always hard to tell. Should be using a different password at every website, Chris. Yes, I know, yeah. All 10,000 that you signed up for. We have a little book that you write them all down in. I do. It's called lastpass.com. I actually do. Now, the only password is lastpass.com or have a keylogger on your computer. Uh, I was going to say, I think, believe lastpass.com was also hacked as well. Yeah, (laughs) they were hacked, but they were hacked, but if you remember... I talked about it on this very this show. The way they handled the hack was beautiful. It was extraordinarily small amount of users, and they didn't like get passwords and anything. It was um, if you had a big, nice, strong LastPass password, you're going to be fine. And if you used a shitty password, then it's not going to be so good for you. you just so my it. password of one, two, three, four, five. Well, and the it? thing is, they didn't get your database hey, I've info. Hey, got the same password on my match luggage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your LastPass.com account. This is the password that's protecting all your passwords. That should not be a crappy password. That should be a long 20-character password. So I hope that's what you're doing. Like Your password so like, should be a sentence or a novel that you type in when poem. you access it. It should be a poem. It should just be a poem. Something like that. So I hope that's what you're doing. So Anyway, I don't have a problem. Yeah, just change my password. I'm or fine. a dirty limerick, if you, if you so And choose. they noticed and notified people well in pro- proactive nature and much better than Sony handled it. So I, I was okay with that. With last yeah, F you, Sony. 
Sony, oh my gosh, here's some news for you that I, I uncovered this week that I didn't know. Um, I did some What's journalism that? via Facebook. Okay. <laughs> I did some social media journalism. Oh, Trusted news source. So you know that uh, all clear ID crap that they let you sign up for? Yeah, it's pretty rubbish. It doesn't protect your credit. Nope. And so I didn't know this. I, I don't know how many people knew this, but I did not know this, for example. Um, it protects... It gives you $1 million of identity theft insurance. It gives you internet surveillance, whatever that means, and identity repair. That's it. It does not provide credit monitoring because they didn't want to pay for the premium service that provides credit monitoring. So, so, so wait, wait, wait. So basically, so, actually, uh-huh. so what this does is it monitors your, your identity for use on websites without your consent or something, or maybe for showing up on hacker websites or something, I guess. And they will help you if you get identity thefted, but they will not actually monitor your credit to let you know that you've been identity thefted. Well, so I don't know how. I was going to say I don't know how it works in America, but my bank does that anyway. Um, your bank, your each, your card will try to monitor if your card has been stolen or used for unauthorized purposes, right? And, and they're yeah. good about that. But if somebody takes your uh, information and signs up for a new card or a loan or something without your knowledge. You can actually, they can pull that off if they do it right without you really hearing about it unless you have identi- uh, credit monitoring in place. I mean, and that's one of the big things. If a bank gets hacked or loses a backup tape, the, the thing they do is they uh, give you actual credit monitoring so that you can know if somebody used your information to sign up for new credit without your knowledge. Uh, this is something, uh, even kids get targeted by this crap very rarely, but sometimes people take the identities of kids and the kids are never they're never interacting with their so credit, so they don't know like that It sounds like what you're saying, Chris, it. is that Sony's overseen like, like website protection, so if, like, if someone signs up for OkCupid in my name, they'll let me know? They went with the low-end service, and I mean, at least it has theft insurance. Yes, and, for but a million yeah, as, dollars. As far as the internet surveillance, I don't understand what that covers. It's not clear. Uh, I, oh, I actually know what that covers. What does it cover? You know those sites that like publish your personal details without your permission? Yeah. Like addresses and stuff? That's what it's meant to cover. Uh, that's what it's meant to cover? Okay. Yep. Like findyourclassmates.com or something or uh, yeah, something look like up people that. in your area? Exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping I don't know it, if it works, but that's it supposedly should be, what it should for. be monitoring is the LawSec website with uh, the BitTorrents that they put up of people's personal information is what it should that's be monitoring. That's a good idea, actually. Yeah. <laughs> that would be useful. Then, oh, by the way, your personal information's on this website. You should go take care of that or change all the stuff that's been leaked. But I, I don't even know if they do that. Anyway, the reason I know for sure that doesn't cover credit, besides the fact that I got them to c- admit to me on their Facebook, go facebook.com slash allclearid, look for the conversation I have. It's right on there. Um, I, I opened a new line of credit, and I got no, no, no notification from allclearid, and I got, a to- I got a notification from my own credit monitoring service that I had signed up just before Sony announced the free stuff. So I'm really glad now that I signed up for my own credit monitoring, and I'm going to encourage other people who got um, who were in the Sony thing to consider signing up for their own because this is stupid, just stupid. Anyway, Sony saving a penny at your expense. Yeah, good job. So, hey, but no, remember yeah. though, you forgot one important thing. You yeah. are the PlayStation brand, so don't forget that though. Oh, I am. You're the PlayStation important. Brand. I am, I'm important. But not important you enough are. to actually buy credit monitoring for. No, but you're important to us. It kind of bugs me. I tried to submit this story to Kotaku to see if they'd run it and let people know, but they uh, they didn't even reply or do anything. So maybe you should have headed with like Game Cake about like you could have maybe yeah. wrote this on a Game Cake. They would have covered it. 
or, or if it was a tattoo or a tramp stamp. I don't really know how to write it. Yeah, I was going to say, tip. yeah, just write write it across the the, the lower back of, of of a booth babe from E3, and you probably would have gotten them to run it. I kind of wish yeah. we covered hardware so I could put it up on our site, but I don't even know. What we to do. do with it. Well, yeah, I guess you could put it in currents. If you Give it to me. To. I'll put it up. I, all right. Oh, there you go, Chris. Everyone, it's official. Chris is writing a guest column for the currents. A guest currents column. I'm not It'll writing it. It'll be up next week. I'm just tipping. I'm giving you the tip. Here's the tip. Oh, oh go <laughs> you on, Chris. Do your own work. Just the tip, eh, Chris? What? Just the tip. Just the tip. Oh, <laughs> terrible. Terrible. I don't do writing. You guys know that. <laughs> Clearly. I'm not a good writer. You wrote some really good impressions for E3. It was, they were well received. They, they make my brain hurt when I but write But they them. were well received. Everyone liked your impressions, Chris. No. You got lots of comments. Everyone said, thank you, Chris. This was a great impression. I really like There was a nice discussion that was spurred by it. Yeah. People were interested in it. It got passed around the internet. There was a NeoGAF thread for it. There was not. A- there was not a NeoGAF thread for it. You're Come making on, Chris. That up. You're making people that like up. When you're, you people <laughs> like it when you're right. But you Do- made that up. Don't make crap up just to there you go. my Send butt. a letter into the, RP- into the RPG cast if you'd like to see more of Chris's content on the RP- on RPGamer.com aside from oh, podcasts. Don't make me have to do more work. <laughs> this is the reason I do podcasts is because I don't like writing. <laughs> uh, you heard it here, hurt. You heard it here first, folks. Chris is a lazy bastard. I am. I really am. Nothing this has is, changed. This episode's like pretty nasty today. We got some language. We got some language. I'm going to put my language is excellent. You know, your language is exquisite. My language is British. So this lol sex <laughs> stuff didn't end because Sega got hacked. But this is my favorite part of the whole story. Mm-hmm. Lol sex said. Um, they offered to help Sega, quote, destroy the hackers that attacked you. We love the Dreamcast. These people are going down. <laughs> so there's so much hacking going on. Apparently there are groups that even LawSec doesn't know about, but they're like, oh, we'll take them out. We like Sega. So oh, I like LawSec is a giant bunch of cocks, and someone should really put them away well, forever. So is anonymous. But... They're all, no, I... well, they're all little cocks, and yeah. I hope they get caught. Well, I think it was like Anonymous basically started one thing, and then a bunch of other hackers realized, wait a minute, video game companies don't know how to secure their data. So I, I'm sure a lot of these – I don't even know if it's all LulzSec or Anonymous anymore. It could just be a bunch of guys in Russia trying to get Guess what? Websites data. don't know how to secure their data. This isn't new or just about video games, but whatever. Nah. 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 Yes, story. Mr. Dvorak. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Dragon's Crown. So this is the new uh, Capcom-style Dungeons & Dragons beat-em-up beat that's now going to be out on PS3 and Vita, but uh, done by Vanillaware and have nothing to do with Dungeons & Dragons. So, uh, they, is that they, the one with the really suspect art? Yeah, the really beefy, mm-hmm. beefcake, beefy, beef art. The woman with junk in their trunks. Uh-huh. And the men look no better. The women are men, and the men are ew. Uh, so on PlayStation 3... You use the analog stick like a cursor to select items such as healing items. And they wanted to take advantage of features on the Vita. So on the Vita, you touch objects on the screen to pick them up. So that's that's how the Vita touchscreen will be used. Well, Chris, I heard the rumor that there's going to be some transferring there in this game. <laughs> yes. In addition, you can touch parts of the background and they will transfer if you touch them. No, they will collapse if you touch them and open new paths. So. Wait, how does that transfer to the PS3? Uh, apparently, you just walk up and like hit them or something in the PS3. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, wait, but on so the Vita, you can just touch it. Isn't that better? It's a slow news week, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I never would have guessed. This is all I've got. Is like Dragon Crowns has touch screens. 
Man, why don't you pimp our content on the website? What? There's a tons of impressions. Go read our impressions. We got tons of impressions up and videos up from E3. Go read on them. And Chris and wrote a lot of stuff. I wrote two things. I did not write a lot. You wrote a lot, and uh, Anna wrote a lot. And oh my goodness, my dead. Have you? Did you see my Dead Island impression? It's a novel. Is it? I'm ashamed of myself. Wow. Isn't that because you had to spend the entire impression telling everyone that it was an RPG? Yes. <laughs> yes. That was. Oh my goodness. If it was, I wish people would believe. We get a lot of this on RPGamer.com where, uh, hey, why are you covering Borderlands? It doesn't look like an RPG. Or why are we covering Yaku? That's not a... Name a game that's borderline, and we're going to get a big thread about why it's an, why are we covering this game. So I thought I just... Because we chose to. Deal with it. I, so I decided I'd step in front of the bus on this one and say, this game is an RPG. Let me spend 20 paragraphs explaining why. Wow. Okay. Well, at least you are able and to do it. And then, of course... And of course, I'm sure some people are just going to say, yeah, dude, I don't see how that's an RPG. You, should, you shouldn't cover this. Well, of course they are, but that's the internet for you. So here's one that we should cover that's not an RPG, because it's about Pokemon, and we like to cover pretty yes. much everything Pokemon related. Oh, um, double standards. I know. Shut up. But I'm okay, with game. It. I'm okay with it. Uh, yeah, this me is, too. You guys remember Pokemon Rubble on WiiWare? I'm sure you all played it. Wait, you said oh, Rumble? Pokemon I Rumble. I remember that game. Yeah. I didn't get it. That was one where you had the little Pokemon and they're in 3D yeah, was, and they fight each other. It was an action a... game, yeah. Yeah. You'd run around and I've beat never up. heard of it. Yeah, it's on WiiWare. Yeah, it's downloadable. It it's like 10 bucks or something and you play on yep. the WiiWare. Uh, I remember Pokemon Ranch on WiiWare. Is yeah, this so... no, this is different. Okay. Pokemon Ranch is the game that should have been the ability to let you trade all your Pokemon around your DS carts really easily, but wasn't. But it didn't. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Poke- Pokemon Rumble's getting a sequel. Super Pokemon Rumble. There's a trailer out, and there's some screenshots up. Uh, they're on, not on our site. <laughs> they're on Silicon Era. But I know we have a lot of Pokemon fans, and it's a slow we- news week. So here you go. Here's the details. In story mode, you collect wind-up Pokemon toys as you progress, and you collect them by beating various Pokemon. Your me will operate them in-game. You can also collect P coins. And P-coins? they can be spent on items. Yes, P dash coins. I don't know. Okay. Oh, okay. I thought you meant something different. <laughs> and at the end of the story the mode, Wii, so it's yeah, hard to tell. I know, I know the Wii, It's a stream. P coins. Uh, <laughs> at the end of a stage, you face off against huge boss, a huge boss, and uh, you can also play local. Crap. It's solo or local multiplayer. Oh, this is this is an on the Wii. Super Pokemon Rumble is on 3ds. Oh. Ooh. So this is a, a 3ds follow up. So, I won't be buying the game. Yeah, with regard to communications, says Silicon Era writer, says Spencer, but the, no, Ishan, uh, says uh, street pass battles are supported. If you encounter another player who owns a game with your 3DS in sleep mode, you'll exchange Mies and data. Later, they'll challenge you to battle within the game as a giant boss. And Super Pokemon Rumble is followed to Pokemon Rumble, obviously. So the Battle Royale, Royale mode is also in this one, which is like an endurance mode. It puts you against multiple waves of a large number of Pokemon, and you have to survive until the end. And there's another new addition, Charge Battle Mode. It's uh, more like war than battle. You control an entire army of Pokemon and take on a large opposing force. So, there's a reminder about Pokemon Rumble on the Wii, which you can go download now, and the upcoming Super Pokemon Rumble on your 3DS, which you go check out. Neither of which are RPGs, but hey, Pokemon. It's got Pokemon in it that makes it an RPG by default. Yeah. It says so. So what is a what is a Spirals Night game? You give me a story ah, for Spiral Knights. Well, it's a game made by Sega. Well, Sega. developed, produced by someone else, but yeah. 
they they made it go out into the world. And um, apparently, it's like an MMO. It reminds me a little bit of Crystal Chronicles in the way that it looks. You've got a little guy with a bucket helmet and a sword and a shield. But it plays a bit like play, uh, Fantasy Star Online. You run dungeons over and over and get drops that allow you to open up different dungeons and allow you to upgrade your weapons and so on. It's free to play. It's got a mist gauge, which is kind of like Anima from Final Fantasy fourteen, And you use that to go to dungeons and things. And when it runs out, you can't play anymore. Got to wait for it to recharge over time just like Final Fantasy XIV in a way. So it's got some, it's got some elements of you know, other MMOs, but because it's free to play, you can buy more mist, which allows you to play more. You can also buy the stuff that allows you to craft weapons and armor. And there's an in-game auction house and some trading. But the most important thing about this game is that if you own Team Fortress 2 and you get to the first terminal, you get a hat. Of course. Ooh, and the shoe just dropped. There's like yeah, hats the in every game on Steam now. Yes. Yeah, there was a hat for there was a hat for picking up the uh, latest version of the Magic the Gathering game. I yep. mean, seriously now. Well, only if you pre-purchased it. Yeah. Well, whatever. I'm just curious, when, when is Steam just going to change their name to Pretty Hat Party? Pretty Hat Party? I, I'm up for that. Let's maybe, do it. Let's change it. Maybe Come that's on, why Crisis 2 got pulled. They didn't want to offer a hat. And Steam was like, no, you have to offer a hat. <laughs> Unacceptable. They said no. We will not give into your hat. <laughs> your hat, your hat fetish. Yeah. Every game should have an associated hat. Yes, Every single game. If you're going to be on Steam, you may as well. I wonder how much they charge for that. Probably it must be very a promotional little. thing that you like pay for. Have your game be promoted with a hat. There's an item I don't have, Chris. Can you help me get it? What is it? Did you pre-order Red Faction? No, the new Hell. one. Hell no. Damn. I need someone who's pre-ordered it. Because if you pre-ordered that, you get a mall for the Pyro, which is a reskin of the uh, Homewrecker, and I want that. And it's quite rare. It's a Pyro item, and I don't have it. It's the only Pyro item I don't. I know that's the problem. There's only apparently 350 in the whole world because no one pre-ordered it. Only 350. I'm actually surprised that people didn't pre-order it. I would thought that would have got good pre-orders, but maybe people think of it as a console franchise. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I mean, I know it's not a good game, but um, I figure people would pre-order it anyway. 350 in the whole world. In the whole world, there are only 350 people who owned TF2 and pre-ordered Red Faction. Well, where's so that estimation coming from, though? came from uh, Valve, I was told. Oh. Uh, that's, and my trading friend, who knows all of these things, came and told me that. And he's like, so that's going to be an expensive item. I'm going to need a lot of stuff if you want that. I'm like... You can trade your hats? Oh, yeah. Of course, They've implemented that trading system now. What do you trade it for? Well, you can trade it for nothing, or trade it for another hat, or trade it for particular things. From what I understand... So how does, how does an expensive hat, for people who have, like, every hat, what do you offer a guy for an okay. quote-unquote expensive hat? Well, here, the most expensive hat, Chris, is an unusual, because they only come from crates. You can't craft them, and they don't drop. Okay. And those, if they're really good, and they have the particular effect that you want, those can be traded for as many as two or three max heads, which is, like... A max head is worth about seven earbuds, and an earbud is worth about, I think, five keys. You guys have Something. an economy system? Yeah, there's an economy, an in-game economy that kind of... It's like uh, Stone of Jordans. Uh, oh, my gosh. Chris, you do realize that um, TF2 went microtransaction, right? Yeah. <laughs> but that you can't turn those back into money. No. So I, I mean, I don't know. I the don't the know trading is done. I mean, the, the economy isn't set by Valve or anything. It's, it develops to the players, and that's kind of how it works. You have... You have metal, and then you have items, and you have keys, which are above that. And the keys, which you can buy with real money, are used to get you 
earbuds that you can trade, the OSX earbuds that are quite rare. But then even rarer than those are Max heads from the Salmon Max pre-order, the very first one. And those are super rare, and those are what you use to trade for unusual hats, which are the rarest of all. Unusual hats will sell on eBay for over $200, Chris. So, Sean, I have to know, are there Chinese hat farmers? There should be, shouldn't there? But no, not that I'm aware of. Because the only way to get the unusual hats is to spend real-life money, because they come from crates. Oh, okay. Yep, so 250 you, you have a 1% chance to get an unusual hat out of a crate. $2.50? Yep, and it's 250 to open a crate for every yeah, key. Like sort of the new world again. Um, what is the... Uh, do I actually want to know this? the answer? When you are trying... If, when you are buying a hat on eBay, how are you doing that trade so you don't get shafted? I don't know, but I know that that's how it works because, again, Darth told me. And okay. he's the master of trades. The master of trades. The and, trade master. As in not trade skills, but trading hats. Well, he, he's good at um, trading hats. Let's put it that way. Once, once upon a time, I said, I would like this hat, Chris, uh, uh, Darth. And I gave him an item. And he went away. And he came back a week later, gave me the hat I asked for. Yeah. A bag of, of other items that I needed and the original hat I sent him off with. <laughs> what? And he's like, there you go. <laughs> So this is one of those guys who takes a paper clip and gets a house for it. Yeah, gets a house out of it. Exactly. He's amazing. I said, you should go to Wall Street. He's like, I don't care about money. I only care about hats. And apparently space. But he could, well, forget money then. He should just trade like real life items then. Of course, that it's makes your, tach, your taxes become horrible with barter. But He's really very patient. He just waits around for an excellent deal and then he jumps on it, even if he can't use it immediately. Because he can turn that around. Eventually, he knows someone will come along who wants what he has. So he's just a master of waiting and watching. Well, it's it's called virtual um, pack ratting, I suppose. But yeah. Do you ever so, call him the jack of all trades? No, that's a good idea, though. I like that. Darth of all trades. Sure. Darth of all trades. There you go. <laughs> if he likes that. Oh, it's a show. Oh, man, we're out of news. <laughs> <laughs> we are just so out of news. We can but, talk about the kid in Queens. Well, the kid in Queens. Tell me about the kid in Queens. Lucas Ayala, who goes to school in Queens, and there was a ban at his school on playing Pokemon. <gasps> the Pokemon card game? Yeah. They said, nope, that's, that's not going to work, kid. You can't play that. And he said, but now lunch and recess are boring, and we have all these cards, and we can never use them because we can't bring them to school and play with our friends. So he wrote a letter to his teacher in third grade, and... I love that when little kids write letters, they always begin with dear whomever, and they end with love. You know, love Luke. Lucas. They got a lesson in first grade on how to write a letter, and that's all and they know. And they, they use that form <laughs> yes. over and over again. And so he says, you know, I think that you, there's, it's very educational. It's got addition in it. It's got subtraction. He gives examples. And then he says, um, we should have a competition, a friendly and educational competition for Math Center. Because, the, you know, to actually use the game in the classroom. And then my favorite line of all is, if someone needs a deck, I heard you confiscated a lot. (laughs) (laughs) So the teacher read this and was touched. And she sent it on to the assistant principal, who also read it and was also touched. And he researched it and lifted the ban. So Pokemon is back in Queens. Nice. Yeah. Did people get their decks back? I, guess, I hope so. <laughs> that's a lot of cart. You could get confiscated a lot of money if you get your deck taken. That's terrible. Yeah, the principal was really nice. 
He said, you know, I read your letter. He sent a letter to the faculty and said, you know, thanks to a letter written by Lucas Ayala and guidance I've received about other people's experience, we can minimize and, you know, take care of the problems we experience and we can, you know, try to do our best to implement it into the classroom and use it in math centers. And then he finished the letter by saying, you did not mention, Lucas, that the game is a whole lot of fun. That's another reason I think it should be part of school. <laughs> that's, that's just him throwing a bone. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> you know, that's just, that's how you deal with kids. You didn't so mention that it was a whole lot of fun. Yay! And then there's, you know, confetti in the episode and yeah, the after school special. It is. It's oh, good. Special. It, it's a nice slice of life. You know, you can go home with a smile on your face after seeing that one. Chris, break what? into the like story. Oh, what? Beer. We just got this mistress on our Twitter feed right here. Yeah. Directed directly at us at yeah. RP Gamer. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Valkyria, Profi- Valkyria Chronicles 3 is coming to North America? No. Oh, we, uh, suck. Uh, we suck. Okay, oh. so Chris, if you wouldn't mind reading this and you're, with your terrible mic that's shoved down your throat. My terrible mic? My mic's bad today? Listen to the backtrack. RP Gamer. The audio quality is so bad I had to turn it off. Sounds like they are eating. Oh, oh, that was the other podcast. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. I just basically called out one of our friends. Listen That's to the right. backtrack on here. The audio quality is so bad. <laughs> 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 oh, 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 terrible. I actually don't know if that's the case. I. Oh, that's painful. What are you doing? It was actually in my mouth. That's what it sounds like. So see, it's not as bad as you think it is. Silent Hito Shura. I actually have to follow up. I'm the one who recorded the backtrack this week. (laughs) (laughs) So I need to make sure that something bad didn't happen. Oh, wait. No, the new one still isn't up. The new one one is about um, Fire Emblem. And I I didn't actually participate, but I recorded it. I hope the audio quality is better. I've been waiting to hear back that they actually are producing it because... um, I gave it to him a couple days ago. I haven't seen anything. Oh, yet. it usually takes him about a week to get it up. Okay. Well, I, I had to upload it to the to the FTP, and I don't know what's going on. So, if any backtrack people are listening, this, this is great. We're doing back channel communication through the RPG Cast. Phil, if you're listening, and you didn't still didn't get the audio, please let me know. <laughs> I know where it is, and I can help you. All right. So uh, that's that's it for news, which means. Yay. It's time for one of my favorite parts of the show. Actually, oh my favorite part of the show. Oh, dear. Our segment with the legendary Zoltan. Zoltan? This is the legendary Zoltan, and I just created an entirely new PSN account to help me escape from the pressure of obtaining all the trophies on all my old games in exchange for the pressure of getting all the new trophies on all my new games. And the first new game that's going to be destroying my life is called Atelier Rodona. Atelier is a French word, so it can't be pronounced Atelier because Atelier does not sound sexy enough to be French. According to Dictionary.com, the word Atelier is from the 1800s and basically means workshop. For some funny reason, the word was derived from some other French and Latin words that mean wood or board. But in the game, you run an alchemy shop? How in the world could Gus make such an egregious error, you say? Whoa, 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 whoa. Keep your pants off for a minute. I wouldn't be legendary if I didn't know everything now, would I? 
I'm certain that this happened because Japan has some kind of obsession with wood and things that are similar to wood. I know this because I live in Japan and all around me I see a lot of suspiciously named restaurants and stores. I'm talking about concert halls named Woody, furniture stores named Big Wood, and hardware stores called Hard Off. Now stop touching your hard off and get yourself a pen and write this stuff down on the back of your RPG playing ass. <laughs> Thank you, <What>? Zoltan. <laughs> As usual, Zoltan, just have my babies. Yes. Um, <laughs> I love his stuff. I don't, I don't understand. What did he say? Uh, he, t- <laughs> he tells us how to pronounce words. I, did, I couldn't even understand him. It was like a large bit of gibberish being shouted into my head. Oh, really? I don't like it. You don't like. You should learn how to speak Zoltan. English. <laughs> no, no, Stuffy no. Stuffy white people, ignore him. He should, Zoltan, he should, we appreciate learn it. Learn how to speak English. Oh, there, there's the noise again. I just heard it again. What? Oh, terrible! <laughs> <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Thank you, Zoltan. We are sure to use your lesson on how to say atelier. I thought Zoltan was the thing in uh, the movie Big that made him into a child. I, I honestly think it is. I okay. think that's where his name comes from. Okay. We learned things about Zoltan this week, though. He lives in Japan. And he's Chris, surrounded we've by... we've known sh- that for months. I didn't know that. I learned things about Zoltan really? this week. Yeah, he lives in Japan. Black guys and he's very surrounded well with wood, apparently. Yep, and some people say he knows only two facts about ducks, and both of them are wrong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Where hey, I've just figured it out. From? He's the Japanese version of the Stig. He has the Stig, exactly. <laughs> What's the Stig? Oh, heavens, Chris. What? what? Chris, oh, go, go. Chris, 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 go. go. Get, get the hence and watch Top Gear. Oh, that's the guy who drives cars. And please, there's like please. three if of them. If it's not a Saturn, Chris does not care. Saturn? <laughs> oh, <a> Saturn. <laughs> I'm, What? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> a little plastic car made from bits of crisp packets. I drive a Hyundai. Oh, <laughs> God. It's Korean, Chris. It's a Korean car. I know, it's car. a Korean car, but it actually works really well. Hey, hey, hey. I play, cars, dude, Korean I play StarCraft while pl- driving my Korean car. Dude. Hells yeah. And have you seen Chris's girlfriend? She's the hottest Korean I've ever seen. <laughs> I wish. That'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs> I do now have a Korean TV. This week, I picked up a new TV. It's a Samsung. So that is Korean. And it's pretty. And that's all I have to say about that. But that's my lead-in to tell you about what I played this week. Because it's time for our Now Playing. Or What You've Been Playing. Or Picks and Avoids. Picks and Avoids. That's what we do. Picks and Avoids. So, what have I been playing this week? I played through and beat Bioshock on the PC. (gasps) Chris actually beat something. This is shocking. I got bored with the game. A decade, Chris. Congratulations. Shut up. I have the limited edition, too, with the Big Daddy. That's the sad oh, part. Was your Big Daddy broken? Apparently, that was a big deal um, six mine, years ago. That mine was not broken at, when okay. I got it, but now a very the very tip of his drill bit has chipped off a little. Because, so. you know, I was about to say, if you have a broken one, I'm pretty sure, you know, the statute of limitations has passed <laughs> and getting that replaced. <laughs> yeah, late. probably. You had your chance. Yeah, I, I, I don't need it replaced. It looks fine. Uh, it It was a... Good story. I, I thought I had been spoiled, but I wasn't spoiled completely to what goes on in the story. So I was only half spoiled, and I didn't expect what happened. So um, the real question It was is, a commentary on video games. Really? No. I no. wish. That'd be funny. Uh, that'd be weird. 
actually. It's a ridiculous Randian bit of nonsense anyway, that I don't appeals like, to people who are objectivists. I, I honestly, um, playing the game on normal, you know, and just I really didn't like how the gameplay was going. I didn't like how it was balanced. And, but I was okay with the environment. I love all the audio tapes and stuff. So I just jacked it down to easy and rushed through it as fast as possible so I could get to the end and move on to something else. Um, but you know, it was enjoyable story stuff and great environment, and uh, I just wish it didn't last so long because I got bored with it. But I'm, I love this I'm game. Picky. I just wish it was shorter. Yeah, honestly, um, it wasn't doing anything to make me want to stay in the environment for that long. I, I well, just were you enjoying to... the environment that you were in? Like, yeah, I around. wish it was a movie, honestly, is what I wanted. I just needed a movie. I didn't need the gameplay. So I, there's there was nothing being added, in my opinion, by it being interactive, except a bunch mm. of choices between plasmids that are basically rip-offs of other weapons from other games. So I you agree with other, Chris. Other weapons right, from other games like, that have come out since Bioshock, like mean. Half-Life Two. All right, I, that that's the grab. One of the plasmids is the gravity gun. You know. <laughs> But, I agree with Chris, actually, having played through it. I would have just rather watched a movie. But, uh, yeah, I won't knock it that far. It's not like it's well, bad. But a movie's been as impactful just, or as immersive? Probably better, actually. I am not an FPS person. That, that's important to note. So, it's not my I, I would have enjoyed it much more in a movie form where there would have been significantly more exposition and plot delivery. And, you know, it wouldn't have been involving me running back and forth to get bits and pieces for some stupid, you know, laboratory exercise so that I could yeah. do another fetch yeah. quest. Fetch quests need to not be in that game. Yeah. But what are you going to do? Don't like that. Oh, and I just feel that my volume was really low. I'm sorry, people. I knocked the volume nod. All right. Nod? Nob. You nod it off because you could barely hear, hear me probably. <laughs> Actually, Chris, it's the other way around. The more we hear of you, the quicker we nod off. Oh, right, right, right. I better fix that. Yeah, I'm actually going to fix that, and people won't know that it's a problem. That's going to be weird. Because you're going to hear me talk about it being a problem. And you're going to be like, that wasn't a problem. What are you talking about? Why are you wasting my time? So I then I then turned around and said, well, what else can I play? I'm, I'm finishing games. I'm taking names and finishing games. What can I take down? And I, I, I entered what I call... Um, uh, 2005. No, actually... <laughs> that's good. Uh, yeah. I looked Zing. through the 2005 games, the 2006 games. There's a there's a there's an actual psychological term for this, but it's when you have too many choices that you're paralyzed and you can't make a choice. Yeah, I have that. I call it dithering, Chris, and I do it okay. all the time. Yeah. So my my first instinct was let's take out Demon Souls, get no. done with that, oh. and it'll be done oh. no. because the no. new one's coming out in October, and the servers will probably go down for the old one. So I should I should get that done. Nope, and then I started rubbish. reading nope. on Demon yep. Souls and trying to figure out, all right, now, I suck at Demon Souls. How can I get better? I need a good build and stuff. And I realized that Demon Souls basically descends into a bunch of people play through the game on their own who don't suck as much as I do and are able to get through to it, through it and then b- work on making PvP choices. Um, yes. Which doesn't work for me at all. Because I need, I need a new build for somebody who doesn't know how to PvP and just wants to get through the game easily. But the only ones I can find if you want to make a mage... I don't want to make a mage. Why? What's wrong with mages? Because I like the Demon's Soul aesthetic of you being a dude like doing sword play and beating up knights and stuff with your shield and sword. But mages are better. Uh, no, it doesn't matter. They may be better and stronger, but I actually don't want to play a mage in that world. What's your, what's your beef with mages? I, I want to understand. do melee. I want to do melee. I want to take hits, and I want to be able to fumble then, through and run through and kill then people. Then you're a dunce. And that game you know, is apparently like, just not who, for that at all. Who wants, if they're going to murder people, to murder them with a knife? Only a sociopath. It's better to have a gun and stand very far away and shoot them in the head. What about head. a hammer? 
No. Okay. That's not pleasant because you see, then you're you're involving yourself. You could get hurt that way. It's better to stand very far away. But I like the feeling of them being helpless to hurt me. I want to really get stronger than them. Yeah, well, all right. Because <laughs> they're gonna if you get close to them, they're gonna hit you and you'll be hurt. But I don't want to. But if you stand far away, you can kill them before they even see you. Oh. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I didn't play it. I was like, well, this is gonna take a long time. Maybe I should get through something that's shorter. How much time did you spend? Dithering and investigating demons. Uh, an, an entire oh, yeah, night. An entire night. That game's providing you a lot of entertainment. But at the very end, I gave up and I went over to my computer and played some Magic the Gathering Duels of the Planeswalker. 2012? Or the, For, no, it was the day before that came out. So I played oh, the old geez. one. <laughs> uh, and I knew and this, but I'm like, day. I'm going to get ready for it. And then the next day, I didn't do anything. But the next day after that, I played Magic the Gathering Duels of the Planeswalker 2012. It's pretty good, isn't it? It is pretty good. John, you're playing it too, right? Yep. You liking it? Yeah, yeah, it's a pretty good approximation of the card game. Well, so was the first one. Uh, how do you like about the changes they've made? Uh, like what? Well, they've made the interface look futuristic basically for the sake of making it look futuristic, if you ask me. I don't mind that, personally. Hmm. I like the really? old interface better. However, I do like the fact that I can now make it let me resolve, um, resolve my final hold pattern myself. Where before it would just skip through it if it would assume I couldn't do damage. And that's good. Oh, you, can, you mean the, the thing where it says pause on the end of your main phase regardless? Exactly. Okay. Yes, regardless. Yeah. You couldn't do that before. It would always just skip through if it Yeah, that is nice. Um, I'm, uh, I can't beat Tezzeret, which is like the third guy you face. Mm-hmm. Oh, he has this, I, use, I use his deck now. His, his, it's all these artifact creatures that enhance each other. I, yep. I, I can't do anything with the decks I have that well, I know. Well, Tezzeret, the deck that Tezzeret is using in Jewels of the Planeswalker is quite similar to a deck that I constructed for myself, like yeah. when I first started playing Magic, because I'm not an early adopter of Magic. I, I joined quite late. Yeah. And um, I, it has, that deck has my favorite card in, because it was my first card. Ah. So it worked. Well, I need, like, I need Disenchants, and I don't have any. So I don't know what you're supposed to do against that guy. Uh, what what deck did I? I used um, Gideon's mono white deck to beat Tezzeret. Yeah, that's the best thing to do. Well, I all right. I only have one white deck so far. I don't know if there's another one that I missed, but uh, well, Gideon's mono white deck is one of the ones that's uh, available at the start. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you start I with it was the, the white one and the green one. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Use uh, that one, Chris, and use you the white one. Well, I did, yeah. and I, I failed at that too. I oh, failed. Dear. I failed at the red deck, and then I failed with the white deck. And I, I've been too discouraged with, to do it again. But stick with white and cross your fingers. He just—you'll need a little bit of luck. Like, I'll be once honest. he gets steam going, he's like unstoppable yeah. with the decks I have. But all right, I'll just keep trying. Um, have you guys tried any of the multiplayer? I, no, not I yet. I've been waiting I, for you. I haven't tried the multiplayer with humans, but I have done like the—I've started the multiplayer like esque campaigns. The AI, the AI is a little suspect at times, but. That doesn't surprise me, really. Hmm. It, it's quite. I, I, th- I imagine it's probably quite difficult to construct an AI that is able yeah. to competently play a card game. Well, that's understand. the thing. That's why the game is so limited. In some, I mean, you can't build your own deck for that reason. Because imagine yeah. what the AI would have to be like to take into yeah. account every but, possible I mean, combination. But the, the, both the games are really designed for... Um, like introducing people to the actual card game exactly because they, they sell they then uh, go ahead and then sell these decks as um, you know like pre pre constructed ones you can pick up from shops and I'm all for that I like I would <clears throat> I have several friends now through Heather who um, play Magic who I would you know they're like 
mid-20s, never played it before, women and their husbands, you know, who have picked it up as a result of this. So I think it's all mm. to the good. Yeah, I've got, a, I've got a friend of mine who's probably going to get into the card game just by playing the, the 360. So, uh, and also you can pick up, you can use a, there's a code you can use to actually go and pick up an actual card. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that, but I don't think I'm going to do that. No, I didn't do it, the original one either. I, well, I just, what I did is I had a foil card that I got at some TGS or E3 from a few years ago that I was just cleaning out a box and I found it. And like, I don't need this. This is not yeah, how I play you, Magic anymore. So you, don't, yeah, you don't have cards. So, yeah, I mean, if I got this card, I'd just be throwing it out, too. I love playing Magic in person with people, but I, too. I don't know anybody near me who plays Magic nowadays. Chris, and all you got to do is I don't want to go hang out simple. at the comic shop. I no, don't no, want to no. go hang it's out. It's even easier. Even easier. All you got to do is move house to Michigan. Oh, and then what? We can play Magic all you want. Oh, you, you still play it in person? Yeah, I still have all my old cards. Because okay. I... Started yeah. playing back when it was in beta. Oh so my gosh, my that'd be decks. great because we'd be playing old decks versus each mm-hmm. other, not the new I, cards. I, I, sadly, I started playing during Conflux, which is part of the Alara block, <laughs> uh, and I don't even know what that is. Yeah, neither neither do I. So Sean and I'll be playing with like uh, my <laughs> deck with like four millstones and four juggernauts and all this exactly, stuff that's banned exactly. nowadays. <laughs> no, they brought and, and them back in ninth because I had them in a ninth deck. They brought them back. Yeah. Did they change I had, them? I had a white control deck and I had millstones in it. Oh, mil- so. yeah. But could you, you can only have one, though, right? It's restricted. Well, you four. Oh, it wasn't could, restricted at the time. It, they might unrest- be it was restricted when I was playing. It got restricted at some point. So, like, I'll just be looking to. I'll just be looking for really cheap and easy ways to get out stuff like Emrakul and. Yeah, I'm um, sure there's like really good counters for millstones now. That's probably what's different. So. No, well, no. The, the Emrakul is is just basically you hit someone in the face with it. It's a fifteen fifteen for fifteen mana. Oh, okay, that works too. <laughs> Also, when it attacks, you have to sacrifice six permanents, but hey. Oh my gosh! <laughs> you know, the person you're attacking has to sacrifice six permanents. Oh, and uh, proc-colored spells, because, you know. Wow. Okay. Uh, That's a pretty nasty card there. They don't have cards like that in the in the Duels of the Planeswalker that I've seen. They don't uh, go for the super the, crazy broken no, cards. No, wait, the... Um, one of the CPU... What, like, one of the decks you can unlock, and one of the CPUs you have access to... Um, the like the the one that looks like a mermaid. Yeah, yeah. Um, she has one of the three L. She has one of the three Eldrazi cards, which are these you know like um, Cthulhu esque monsters from one of the more recent sets. She doesn't have Emrakul, the kind of leader one, but she has one of the sub cards, um, and it's really nasty. Nice. Uh, I, I don't think I've actually fought her in the single player campaign yet, but you do not want her to get that card out. So the real question is, where are the blue eyes, white dragons? But, oh, that's the one I'm referring that, to. That's a different game. Uh, yeah, they need the, the. There was like, I've always wondered about like uh, ones that let you construct a, another creature from multiple cards. Mm-hmm. I don't think they do that in Magic. They've done that uh, in other card games. There is one card I have, which I got from one of my plane chase decks, which was um, you can pay mana to have it. You remove plus one plus one counters from it, and they split into. It, you, you remove a plus one plus one counter, and you put a ca- uh, token into play. Okay. But then you can also then pay mana to sacrifice that token to put the plus one plus one counter back on it. Mm-hmm. That's cool. There's also Gaia's Liege, which turns your uh, forests into creatures, Ooh. as I recall. Yeah. But of course, that's an old card. That's definitely. That's for no people who still play. play with uh, Channel Fireball, Sean. Oh. Well, you know, 
and reverse Sorry. and reverse uh, mirror universe. <laughs> Channel Time fireball warp. to yourself. Mirror universe. Make it apply to your opponent. Yep. Time warp. Don't forget time warp. Yes. Useful. Time warp. Gosh, I miss all my old cards. <laughs> I wish that they were still allowed, but well, they're things not. Things are so broken. <laughs> they were broken. You could do all but sorts they of were crazy exciting. Cards. Wasn't wasn't time warp uh, an additional turn for two blue or something? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> you could stick that on a freaking Nissacron Scepter for crying out loud. Go around and around. That was the best part. And you could there was a way to untap your mana as well. <laughs> and you could just basically have unlimited turns with it. So they banned it. It's one of the first cards they ever banned from turn. It Vegas. is I mean, it is still possible to do infinite combos and have it and invulnerability combos. You just have to be a little bit more creative with them. Yeah. You can't just get one card that allows you to do it anymore. I mean, that was the, the idea. Current... you have really rare cards that are super, super broken. And you'll never the, see them, but you you really want them, right? The uh, the current the current set uh, combos well with some of the old Mirrodin stuff, which allows you to do the uh, old Mirrodin stuff. I like that the old Mirrodin that came out well after I quit playing. Well, the, after old, I the old Mirrodin well, stuff. <laughs> yeah, but oh, yeah, but the current set is kind of new Mirrodin. What would you think of Arabian Nights? That's what gets me. Oh my <laughs> gosh, what is an Arabian Nights? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm only using I'm only using old Mirrodin to uh, separate it from the current stuff, which is Mirrodin again. It's so old, Chris, that they've made it new again. Jeez. <laughs> oh, well, we know they won't be bringing Fallen Empires back. Oh, that's a pity, though. I loved Fallen Empires. Oh, you like the only one? <laughs> oh, I liked it. Come on, it was great. <laughs> it was all thrall counters. Back in the day, that, that was awesome. It was not. I, I didn't like any of those cards. It was like always. I don't like any. There's no like. My card with, my there was no was like signature cool. card that you wanted out of Fallen Empires. While no. we're geeking out on Magic, oh, so as far as the game goes, it's ten bucks, yeah. and all your stuff that you unlocked in the first on one, a, yeah, seven ninety nine on PS three if you're PlayStation Plus. Mm-hmm. Um, it's which uh, you are. Everyone is. I am. Yeah, but I bought it on PC. Oh, um, Chris, that was dumb. Oh, I have it on PC as well. It's way more fun to play on the PS3, in my opinion. Is it? Yeah. Why is that? I don't know. I had the original one on both my computer and the PS3, and I played I on have, the computer once. I have and the, the original played. one on all three platforms now, because they just gave it to me for free on PS3. So I went to and to the uh, the PS3 and played it there, because it's just more... The interface is a lot more fun, in my opinion. I like the controller. I like seeing it on my 42-inch TV. I like lying on the bed and doing it. I don't know. That's all, really. Well, I just it's think it's cheap. Fun. I can always pick it up. The problem is how you unlock everything. Yeah, um, I you have to work through it. You have to play through it all before you can get all the decks to play with your friends. It's true. No, I've, dumb. I've got. Uh, I think I've fully unlocked the deck that I normally play as. Didn't take too long. Okay. Hmm. Can you customize things in this one? Uh, like you could in the um, last. One. Pretty much. You yeah, can add cards to decks. You That's can't, like, it. build a deck, though. No. Nope. No. Well, think about the AI, Chris. We cannot make an AI that really consistently beats Grandmasters at chess, okay? And chess has fixed pieces that. that move in fixed no, places. I thought we figured that out. That's nope, done we, with Deep Blue. Nope. Nope. Because Kasparov beat it comprehensively once he went back to it. You know, once he realized what was going on. So we need to now build an AI that can play a card game with a lot more... A lot more than like a handful of different pieces, and yeah, that can be the, like any um, number of combinations. But you we know? we yeah. found we beat people at Jeopardy. Yeah, but Magic has I think at last count something like twenty thousand cards. Yeah, yeah, and the combinations and the way they can be used and the fact that they can be used at any different point. You know, so oh my just, goodness. So you know, the, you, there's a very easy solution for this. Your custom decks only apply to human multiplayer games. Not a bad idea, but still. 
Well, the but problem is, though, is you, it, well, technically, that already exists, though. Yeah, it's called playing Magic, magic on, Real. Magic or Magic on Yeah, exactly. except that the, the game's ugly. It's a piece of crap. It is, it is ugly, but it's ugly for a reason. <laughs> is it? <laughs> they keep telling us there's a new version coming, don't they? Or did that hit and it was still ugly? I... I, they kept saying they were going to make Magic Online and it was going to be better, and it's never gotten better. It's full of lies, just like everything else Wizards does, like D and D four being able to play online and all that. I stuff. don't play. No one plays D and D anymore because <laughs> everyone's gone to Pathfinder because D and D four is terrible. Yeah. Uh, actually, we play D and D four third. You're a silly person. You're a silly. No, person. we don't like. None of us like D and D three point five. So why? Well, What's wrong with D and D three point five? You want a piece to? Of cr- they're all. They've sucked since two, Sean. Okay, now look, I played 2.0, and I played 2.0 revised, and I thoroughly enjoyed it, but 3.0 and 3.5 were way better. No, feats break uh, the I, game. I couldn't, I couldn't like 3.5. Feats destroy the game. No, they don't. Yes. They don't. You're just wrong. You're just wrong the, about The over-complexity annoyed the shit out of me. Well, it's, that's what makes it deep. I love the complexity. It's you not, can, Yeah, but this is coming not, from someone who... There's a difference between deep from and complex. Who, this is coming from someone who intentionally runs a, a, a system that is inherently complex, um, Artasaurians Mectanzata. So, you know, it's kind of like... Oh, this is so I sad. Guys, I just don't like it. I'm on the Magic Online website, so and on I. the bottom they are advertising the October 2009 expansion to Magic the Gathering and Xbox Live Arcade. I don't see that, though. I see 2011 click, Community Click Pop. what is it. Click what is it. And oh, then okay. The, what is it? And like at the bottom, it's like Magic: The Gathering Xbox Live Arcade expansion release. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> it hasn't been updated in a while. <laughs> yeah, it's still Magic: The Gathering Online three. Uh, they they keep saying they'll update. It's not they that bad, Chris. It really isn't. It is I mean, it's basic, good. but it's basic because just it's take got the, the interface from these new games and put it and that's going to take a in. lot of work. It is not going to take that much work. Wizards <laughs> didn't make that. That was made by some Polish people in the back of a van. Wizards it was made, made this? By, it was made by a British development you think company Wizards based made on this? the Isle of Wight. Coding Monkeys? Is that who it is? I can't remember who made it. Well, whatever. It, it was a British company that made it. Whatever. You know what I like to play more than Magic the Gathering Online? Um, is that uh, SOE Magic Tactics. Stainless, that's the name of the company that developed it. Yeah, and they are I'm pretty British. sure they are I'm pretty sure they're Yes. Oh this, man, we're so they they live literally just across the Solon for you know, their their HQ's like just across the Solon from me. You should go uh, talk to them and see if they can hook up with wizards and make their interface for the uh magic online. I'm sure they haven't thought of it at all. And the answer to that is probably no, because we want it to be able to be played on three eighty sixes. Because there are people out there, Chris who spend literally all of their monies on Magic the Gathering, and they cannot afford to This is not a stressful game. This, well, this, not game, the current, is, this game not is the not... No, the, the freaking Duels of the Planeswalker is not a demanding game for your graphics. It won't run on a 386, Chris. Okay, yes, it won't. Neither will Magic <laughs> Online. Oh, well. Fooey. Neither will Online, like Online <laughs> at all. Anything <laughs> online, online anything Online. <laughs> John, did you play anything else this week? Uh, yeah, I've been actually, I've been, um, reassessing my opinions on Final Fantasy XII, mostly. Oh, okay. Are you going to tell so. us what your conclusions, <laughs> well, or are you just going to tease us? <laughs> well, you see, the thing is, is, I kind of, um, I kind of fell out with it, um, as I bought it soon after its release in Japan, and I didn't really like it that much. Fool! Just ripe me in all the Hold wrong on. ways. Hold on, he's getting... <laughs> 
you know there's a turning point coming, possibly. But I, I, um, I relish the chance to call someone a fool, really. Oh, so. all right, all right, yeah, yeah. well, I mean, I like it more than I did, but it does <laughs> suffer from um, long dungeon syndrome. You know, as, really, as just really Doug says, badly. as just Doug says, Bosch lives. Bosch lives. Long dungeons? What are you talking about? They're short. Giro Vegan, the okay, great Giro Vegan is the long dungeon. Yes. Yeah, it's Lighthouse. one. One. There's one. But if you lighthouse. get an FAQ, you make it very quick. Lighthouse. What lighthouse? That goddamn lighthouse. What lighthouse? The Pharos? Yes. It's oh. easy and short. You just run up to the top. Oh my gosh, it's rather linear, actually. Yeah, it's a straight line, practically. You and then you, get, you go to the Sky Fortress Bahamut, which is a square. Yeah, the the lighthouse isn't as long as you think it is. It may feel it like really it, it feels like all oh, this is going to take forever. It actually doesn't. Chris, I've been at the, I've been in the lighthouse before the podcast started. I'm still there. Yeah, because you're talking and paying attention <laughs> to the podcast. <laughs> short. The lighthouse is it's, really quite short. Dude, it's like the last dungeon. You want it to be dude, short? It is. I mean, there's a place you go after that, but the place you go after that is actually a square. You just run around the perimeter and you're there. It's stupid. So the last dungeon is the Pharos, really. They needed more dungeons with walls that kill you. <laughs> more demon that was, walls? That was one of the best things they ever did in that game. I hated it, but at the same time, it's like, okay, that's, that, that stands that is, out. It was no cool. one's done that to me before. So yep. <laughs> There were two of them, Chris. Two! Well, the, one, didn't, one didn't kill you. So. No, no, they both, did, they both did kill you. It was just they the one killed you faster. One kills you much more quickly much and more is optional, quickly. yeah. <laughs> and you get the drain sword for beating it, so... Mm. Yeah, which I which I did uh, which I did do uh, both in my original version and in my uh, the borrowed version that I'm using right Good now. Because well, it's not not too difficult. Just you just need to spend a lot of MP doing it. Yep. That is that is a battle things. system that if it doesn't click and you don't figure out how to build parties, which is basically figure out how to use a bubble, um, then I can understand being frustrated with it and just not being. I think I stopped. I think finish. I stopped somewhere just before Arcades last time. Okay, but yeah, I mean, you're now at the end of the game, so you're yes, in the last. Well, dungeon. I'm planning to. Good man. But, as I say, I, I don't know. I'll probably end up liking thirteen more. Or he can go around doing hunts, Sean. Well, the hunts. If you're going to do hunts, play thirteen because the hunts are better, quite honestly. And you get to spend. You get to do them in Grand Pulse, which is <sighs> phenomenal. What a beautiful place. I did some hunts in 13 I did some hunts in 13 the only nice thing about the hunts in 13 is it's a lot easier to get to each mark yep but they're also way more strategic too especially the later hunts you have to be really clever with your party setup whereas in 12 it's just a matter of you know okay this is a monster that's got tons of defense so I can break it there's some crazy monsters at the end of the 12 hunts I know like you do Yazmat and stuff and I I didn't do them but I know they get insane yeah like going after all the summons in 12? Oh my gosh. Yeah, I've also some... been playing uh, thingy, um, League of Legends a bit. <laughs> cool. And, um, oh, and of course I visited the um, erstwhile Sam Markello in London uh, oh, cool. during the week. What's Sam doing out in, uh, in England? No, she's seeing her. Uh, she's well, seeing no, her crazy friend in Scotland. I mean, so she's she's not. Sam I actually Marcello meant anymore. what is she doing? Like, what sorts of interesting things, adventures did you find her up to? Well, I actually went. It it was weird. It was going to London for the first time. Actually, feeling a bit more like a tourist. 
Like, oh. almost every time I go to London, I'm going there for a reason. Like, you know, I'm seeing my grandparents, or I'm going to a very specific location in London to do something very specific. Okay, like and then you're the paying the congestion charge. No, I go, I travel there by train. Oh, heavens. Public transportation, really? In London? It's not that bad. You could get vomited on. That's what happens. You really should travel by Zeppelin, John. Yeah, absolutely. That's the only way to I, go. I, I actually do quite enjoy traveling on the London Underground because, well, people don't vomit on you. It's not New York. No. It's L.A. filled with tramps. Or L.A. Or, and it's not, really, it's not really filled with tramps because the tramps get kicked off and thrown out. Nope, I'm not riding on public transportation. It's absurd. So, it's also pr- and considering how high the congestion congestion charge is, it's don't ever to visit Japan, Sean. I live in Michigan. Yeah, I know we make cars. Everyone owns multiple cars. I know. If you ever visited do, Japan, 20, though, you would be I'm forced 20. to do public transport. And no, you wouldn't enjoy it. I am 23 and I don't have a driving license. I don't care. You're a feeble twat. That's what you are, sir. Get yourself a good American car I'm made in British. America. By a fat man with a plumber's crack. That's what you need. Uh, 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 uh. No, they don't make cars. They fix your sink. You know who makes cars? The only people in Detroit left of jobs. (laughs) (laughs) Who are the only people? Eminem? A handful of black people. (laughs) He doesn't live in Detroit. You know where Eminem is from? He's from two miles to the east of my house. The idea that he's from the ghetto is hilarious. Wasn't he eight mile or whatever, right? Eight, mile so road, eight miles from your house? Uh, Sterling Heights. Eight Mile is 12 miles south of here. Oh, okay. I worked on Eight Mile for two years. I was the manager of a computer store down there. And it is a pretty it's crappy place. I've for two years. I'm thinking, oh, all right. I know what it is. Eight Mile Road is the, is the border between uh, Detroit and uh, Hamtramck, basically. And when you – it's consider, it, it runs east and west and basically if you go south of it, you're in Detroit. And I worked on the south side of Eight Mile. And it is not a pleasant place to work. It's, filled this, it's got strip clubs all up and down it. Okay, and there are prosies all over the place, and the police never show up. And while I was sitting in the computer store, which had glass walls all the way around it, I watched as a van full of large, burly African American men came up and then stole four stereos out of cars in the parking lot adjacent to us, and got in and drove away. <laughs> I now understand why you don't trust black people. Why it did you not call sense. the police on them? We did call the police. The police showed up two hours later. <laughs> when everything was safe. Wow. <laughs> and they took down the particulars of the men who we saw from like 150 yards. <laughs> well, they took our security camera footage, but I'm okay. sure that, you know, at 150 yards, they look like little black figures taking things out of cars, oh. which is what we saw. Okay. And I wasn't going to go and say, you know, could you come over here and send a little closer to the camera? Could you pose for me camera? here? Yeah, all right. Smile. Thanks. No, Great. I don't need this for now. Just two hours from now. I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Yep. 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 So, yeah, the police were very, very helpful. <laughs> and as far as I know, nothing was ever done about that. They probably went back to their office and binned it. <laughs> it's like the wire. <laughs> they do all that work just to throw it away. Just, yeah. just for appearance. Just for appearance. Because, I mean, you could file the paperwork. Or you could eat a donut. <laughs> Difficult choice, really. Well, I'm, uh, I've got uh, some questioning to do downtown at the Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, <laughs> we've got a good lead there. Witness interpretation. Very, very... Psychic. Psychic donuts. Yep. <laughs> they find them every time. Yep. Manny, did you play anything this week? 
Um, I played Magic the Gathering. Let's talk about that for another 40 minutes. You did? You played no. it as well? Oh. <laughs> I just I love how the conversation grinded to a halt. Yeah. It's a great game. Yes. Let's talk about League of Legends for the next two hours. No, no let's not. Let's not talk about that. Let's pretend it doesn't exist. Why not? All right. Manny, we're having a real video game podcast where we talk about games, and you're just going to... You gonna punish me for it? Come on! No, no, no! It was interesting. I'm glad you guys were talking. I'm glad you guys made something. We out could of this. talk about just, nothing. <laughs> no, I just, I just had no reference point for anything you guys were saying. Uh, you guys well, were speaking Greek to me. All right, speak some Greek to us. Tell us about L.A. Uh, there's a great little Greek restaurant right down the street. <laughs> they, have, <laughs> they have some amazing lamb. It's fantastic. There's yeah, a nice guy lamb. behind. Hmm? What do they do with it? Oh, it's it's fantastic. They had the well, you know, they have like the big. Uh, rack up there, uh, sort of like roast, like sort of rotating above the mm-hmm. fire, and they sort of slice off some pieces for you for their nice falo- for the nice falafel. They have this okay. great sauce that they hand make themselves. Don't you know, like, like sort of the white sauce they put in the middle. Do they make good heroes there? They do. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Great little. You like place. a hero? Yeah. No, I want one for lunch today, but I can't have one because I'm having something with pasta in it. Apparently. So. Oh. The Greeks don't like pasta. That's true. No, I'm not. I'd rather have a hero than pasta, if I'm honest. So disappointing. I want to go to L.A. and have some excellent heroes. You know, that, I will say this though. That's the good thing about L.A. because every it's one of the most populous cities in in the United States, and every about just about every culture comes here. You can find at least one great restaurant from whatever kind of food oh. you want somewhere in the city. I just learned, Manny, that there are five or four of those ramen houses that I like. Ramen house? Daikokuya, there's four of them. And they're open. Is it like fifth one. Pancake House? What? No, it's a ramen house. Apparently, ramen so house. get this. Yeah. These guys during E3, they waited like two hours in line to get some ramen from this shop. Yeah. What? Yeah. Why? Well, because once you wait an hour in line, you're like, well, we're halfway there. <laughs> Let's finish it up. That's a silly way to think about things. Yeah. Well, it was either that. There comes a point. Where it's like, I've waited all this time, I may as well have the payoff. Otherwise, I'm just settling, and I'm going to feel no, bitter see, all night. That's, that's the first thing they teach you in Economics 101. Sunken costs, sunk costs. Yeah. How I, people are I, tricked I, by that. I already sunk cost. I may as well pay off on it. No, no, no. See, that's, 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 that's the illusion, though, right? It's well, a trick. Yeah, it's not logical, Chris. It's well, actually a fallacy in logic. It, it may be part fallacy, of the gambler's fallacy. But we're dealing. We're not dealing with logic here. We're dealing with human emotions. See, see no, I told no, these guys a million logical. times... That Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles was a block away from their hotel. He would have rather have gone to Little Tokyo all the way across Los Angeles I and get some ramen. I had a really shop. good time at this ramen place the previous year, and I was happy to come back. Roscoe's again. Chicken and Waffles. Everyone, that's an that's an E three tradition. You Nobody know wanted like, to eat chicken waffles, Manny. Three four three Studios was down there. Yeah. Oh no, the guy who does Street Fighter was down there. You've got a bunch uh, of white c- people from across the country. They're not down with chicken waffles. <laughs> Oh, I don't oh, like and, the sound of chicken waffles. I'm, oh, and the guys yeah, sounds a little and the guy, and chicken and waffles apparently, Sean. Hey, hey, if a bunch of Japanese Why? guys, Street Fighter can go down there and have some chicken and waffles. They and don't go together, yeah, man. The Japanese people go get the chicken nuts. and waffles. Eel we go get the do. Japanese food. No, dude, I got to eat eel. I love eel. I love Ugh. unagi. What are you talking eel. about? You don't have eel in Wisconsin. I get eel like every other day. Yeah, I don't. He lives in Wisconsin. Uh, He's nowhere no, near the sea. There is no fresh fish in the state. The I state sucks, sucks, sucks for fish. You can get fresh water fish, Chris. No, I, I don't get... want to eat a... I don't want to eat like a sturgeon. You can have trout and bass. What do we have? And trout and bass? <laughs> sturgeon? 
It's all you can have, though. Heavy pollu- <laughs> heavily polluted trout and bass. No, they're not too bad, quite honestly. They're usually raised in farms but anyway. You don't make sushi out of trout. Yeah. <laughs> Let me put it that way. Trout <laughs> love so nasty. <laughs> How strong would that be? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It would be terrible. I'll just hear some good, uh, there's some trout here. Trout I should open sushi. a freshwater sushi shop and see if I can get any customers. Oh, that's my title for the week. Lucy's Freshwater Sushi. <laughs> Try our sturgeon sushi. (laughs) Fresh mountain bass. (laughs) Oh, I'm sick now. (laughs) Just put some gravy on that. uh, Back to like chicken waffles, is that everyone thinks, I mean, you guys from like within this other parts of the country think it's like this gross thing, but it's like a Los Angeles institution. And I guess it's a love-hate thing. I mean, apparently it it fits Japanese palate very well because whenever Japanese devs come in here, the like their PR reps or their American counterparts always make sure to take them down to Roscoe's Chicken. And they don't only serve chicken and waffles. They have a lot of stuff on their menu. Like chicken and pancakes. Oh, yeah, I figured it is. Or uh, some good old pig's feet. It's basically some good old soul food. Soul food. I actually, I was interested, but everybody was just so... Dinner did not go well this year. So we ended up oh. uh, just giving up and eating close to the hotel. Um which is okay because apparently that Rolling Stone restaurant you guys ate dinner at was like has like the most amazing hamburgers and fries or whatever. Apparently, yeah. So Lucifer, when are you going to come down to E three and hang out with us? Uh, it's far away and it's also hot there, and you people, it was cold people week, like you. Week. So really, yeah, oh, you don't like any of us? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Here in here in that. Michigan, everyone is fat and white, and it's cold all the time, and it rains, and that's okay. I'm okay with that. <laughs> that's very nice. <laughs> <laughs> it suits me Just to the, the T. That's the like Michigan it. paradise. The American yeah. dream, Michigan <laughs> style. Yeah. And wet. Fat white people and it's rainy Fat, and wet cold. wet white people. Mm. <laughs> That's a culture. All right. You just have to keep your eyes closed all the time, Chris, and you'll be all right. Well, it makes driving hard, though. Well, I, I understand now why you don't like public transportation. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we don't have it. I mean, we have... We have public transportation, but not really. There's a bus. The auto workers shoot you if you get on the bus, though, right? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, the only people on the bus are just enormous tramps. The biggest tramps in the entire (laughs) world. Always tramps. Everybody. Well, that's the only people who use public transportation are tramps. And the the bus runs from Detroit to the suburbs and back, and that's all it does. It just and there's there's a monorail. It's true. We do have the people mover. It's a monorail. It goes one block in Detroit. Well, that's, one, you know what? Uh, Seattle has one of those, too. <laughs> Seattle ridiculous. has one just like that. It just moves one block. Why? Do you know <laughs> why? Because no they reason. stole all the money. That's why. $212 million, and I think 210 of it was stolen. They only had $2 million left, and that was enough to do one block swing. So at one end of the block is the terminal, and at the other end of the block is the, the terminal. So they actually spent $200 million on a one-block monorail? Yep. Wow. Let me guess, it's, it's faster to walk to the other terminal than it is yep. to wait for the thing to arrive. Yes, it is, it because and- no one, there's no one on the streets of Detroit, so you can just walk. Because it's like a burnt-out shell of a city. It looks like Hiroshima immediately after the bomb. Jeez, that's terrible. Except the buildings and no dead people. Yeah. Well, actually... Or radiation. <laughs> if you go there's there like, at well, night, <laughs> there are dead people all over the place, because you will be shot if you go there. And the buildings are all the plane and you just get stabbed. Hey, welcome to Detroit. Stab you in the yeah. face. That's pretty much what happens. You get off the plane and the TSA people just stab you. Get it over with. You know, let's take care of it right now. 
It is not a pleasant place. I'll be honest. It isn't. Across from the seminary where I used to go to school, there was a big factory and it was just a burned out. Like the perimeter of the factory is the only thing standing and everything in the middle had been burned out. So it's just the walls, the four walls of the factory waiting to fall in on itself at some point. And that was in the historic district, which is the nice part. So I played through wild this week. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Started, started an orc character. That's interesting. Cool. Yeah. Orcs are cool. Yeah. yeah. People They're still cool. play WoW. Yeah. I'm amazed, actually. Yeah, apparently it's like 11 million of them or something like that. It's kind of winding down. I get, I got that sense when I quit. I was like, hey, I think it's time to go. About six months now, ago. People are that. trying Rift and stuff. Um, but yeah, but Rift isn't. Rift is like a bad WoW clone. Wow, so. The, the, so as far yep. as WoW's current status, the the expansion newness has worn off. So yeah, exactly. It's, all, it's down to like the the raiding type people and stuff like that. Wait, I got the impression that that Rift was a good WoW clone, and it does some things that WoW doesn't do. Mm-hmm. Well, it does, but that doesn't mean that it's a good game. I mean, there are things it does right. I'll concede that. But that said, it's not particularly a good game. There are lots of little niggling things that really the interface is crappy the Mm -hmm. ui customization is crappy the community is by and large not as good as wow's in my opinion um the uh trade skills the way they do that i don't like that at all i much prefer wow i do like rifting but the quests are terrible the quests in rift are just awful awful oh rift rift felt rather generic to me yeah when i played it it's, the the rifting is fun, where you go in the rift and you fight the rift. The, that is actually a good part of the game. And mm. the way that they try to have, you know, whole world events and things, I like that. And they should do that with WoW. But the rest of the game I don't care about. All right. So you, oh, when you there is one to... other thing, which is oh, that uh, the two different trees. You have a PvP set of skills and you have a PvE set of skills. And that's that makes it much easier for the developers because they don't have to try to balance both together which is what WoW doesn't do right, and that's why they have so many problems. They should fork it and allow people to have a PvP set and a PvE set, and then they won't have to balance it around one or the other. It doesn't have that many is, problems. It caught, Chris, come on, let's be honest. The PvP... Yeah, I'm being honest, and I have no problem in raiding because of the either latest the PvP P- changes. Well, no, because the game is balanced around PvE, which really irks the PvP players right yeah, now. Screw them, I don't and care about them. once upon a time, it was balanced around PvP, and that really the PvE players. Oh, okay. So what they need to do is just fork it and let you have a separate tree for both. Yeah. And well, then that'll solve the problem. They might be going on that way. Did you hear about the new arena passes that they're doing? No, what is this? Um, what is you this pay in a little extra money, like a one-time fee for like the arena season of 2011 and you get to make three level 85 characters. They're pre-created 85, customize them however you want, and play arenas with huh. them. Yeah. That's pretty cool, actually. So if you just want to do PvP, yeah. it's your easy in basically yeah basically yeah huh. you don't and you don't even you know you don't have to level yeah, up you don't have to buy equipment or anything you just, and stuff. Yeah. just make your builds and go yeah that's cool hmm. i mean yeah it is a good idea um just kind of you know it's it, i think it's the money principle that would stop me from doing it it's I, a one-time fee it? it's not like a subscription yeah. I, I i don't know honestly well, no, well like, i assume though the one-time fee though is for you know one arena season, yeah, one so you season have to do it though. again yeah. anyway yep it's once a year so. But I don't. Um, I I don't think I. Do. I just don't play enough PvP. To do we know how much I'm the season costs? I'm now? trying to find out right now. I bet okay. you twenty dollars or something. Five dollars on the other side. So I'm checking. I'm checking. That's uh, imagine. So, 
So can you said you played a little is, bit of Rift? Sorry, it How is much? it is twenty dollars. Not a lot. Yep, there oh, you go. Thank you very much. All right, you're right. I know Blizzard. I I have a, a little window into Emperor Kotick's little mind with all the gears whirring and the dollar signs flashing. I know how he works. And you get you them. get a you get an uh, exclusive exclusive armored Murloc in game pet. And that's uh, for PvP. If you do well, you get the Vanquisher title on your live characters. Okay. Uh, and of course, I, I the real question is, this arena or the actual arena, the rankings from each of these, what counts for like the the pro gaming circuit and that sort of stuff? That's my question, but. Not I would that imagine the real thing. Most people, but. Honestly, I would imagine it's the real thing. Yeah, but no. this is kind of a more balanced playground. Maybe. It's, but so I think it's a more even competitive playground. So I don't know. Possibly, but I bet you that nevertheless they'll stick with the the real arena, you know, the in-game one yeah. because that's where the customization and the work comes in. Hmm. We'll see though. You might be right. Maybe they'll switch to it because it's balanced. I would like them to take PVP out of the game or to fork it like I've suggested and have you know, one tree for when you're fighting people and one tree when you're fighting monsters. Maybe. But they'll never do that because that's a good idea that someone else came up with. Hmm. So. Oh, uh, I do want to ask you, Lucifer, since you seem to know a little bit about MMOs. Okay, everyone here on this cast, well, except for me, I'm a little bit more positive on it, seems to really think that uh, from what they see in the Old Republic, it looks like absolute crap. Yeah. What do you stand on it? Absolute crap. All right. Any particular reason? Well, there's a couple different reasons. First, I don't particularly like Bioware games, okay? So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm automatically, full disclosure, I'm automatically biased against them. But it's not exactly Bioware. It's a bunch of guys over in Austin, yeah. right? But, you know, but it, it, it has the feel of their stuff, and that worries me. But mm-hmm. more to the point, it really oh, And I believe they're really in a building looks. that says Bioware Austin on the outside, right? Yeah, there is that. That's there a sort is of, that, but all right. But apart from that, from what I've seen, it looks like, wow in space and i don't want another wow i want something better and it but, just looks like wow and sean this is your sequel to kotor if you've been waiting for another single player kotor you can just oh, play oh, all the single Chris, player it's more content. than a sequel it's kotor four, it's five, four and five and six. six except i didn't like um, any of the kotor games at all well it should be three four and five shouldn't it so i would rather <laughs> play wow and have WoW, polished WoW, that's been around forever and has had all of its little, you know, flaws mostly buffed out, than to go and But you play just told us WoW that you were upset with two. WoW and that it's broken because of PvP. So, I like, even WoW, that's not going to do it for you. They're going to just re-implement that again, and it's going to have all the flaws in it that WoW had when it came out. So, mm-hmm. why? If I can play WoW well, or WoW, then... I'll just play WoW, you know. You know, it's interesting, though. It seems like EA is going specifically after Activision's money and their yeah. two most popular franchises. Battlefield is targeting Modern Warfare 3 and uh, sure enough, the older public is targeting WoW. It's oh, like, give me a, th- th- that's not new though. It's not like you know, some but, sort of new... Battlefield's no, been around for like before no, 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 but the, the, the emphasis crazy. that they're trying to... like The, the marketing campaign uh, that they're trying to take down Modern Warfare 3, the, the new single player campaign within Battlefield well, what 3. What else are you going to do? That's how you work. market. Do some, what do you mean? Works. What else? You're going to do something original and not go try yeah. to but eat you some, have, you have a first-person shooter franchise. You are in competition with the other big no, first-person shooter. No, you are shooter. not. not necessi- you're in competition if you make another modern military shooter that looks what? like Modern Warfare 3. So nobody what? else can be present-day set because of Modern Warfare's already no, no, there? No, 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 no. no. See, at that point, what, really what Modern Warfare is doing is almost a subgenre of first-person shooters. It's a very particular kind of game with – I mean, I know you, you don't play it's a lot a, of first-person shooters. 
It's a very particular kind of subset of game now at this point. It's a modern Counter-Strike. I've played it. You can have a modern military game that doesn't play anything like Modern Warfare or uh, Call of Duty. Exactly. no No one is doing that. It's just copies of Call of Duty and Modern Warfare because... Let's be frank. They sell well, so why not? Well, the copy things them, that right? make these games themselves are what the leveling system, right? That, no, that's no, what no. Sets it's these a lot apart. of things like level design, um, sc- yep. how scripted the campaign is, how the characters uh, move, the what the interaction Does is. Does the campaign what even are like. matter for the marketing campaign? These are multiplayer Absolutely shooters. Absolutely, it matters. That's that's what you sell it on. You sell it on the back of the. That's what you show in the trailers and everything. But of course, its longevity is really the multiplayer. Yeah. Of course, right. But they're not showing a bunch of guys getting ooh headshot in the trailer. They're just showing, you know, New York getting ex- getting blown up or submarine or a nuclear missile or whatever. Boom, headshot. In any case, <laughs> it won't work, and it won't work for one simple reason: Activision is Coca Cola, and EA is Pepsi, and EA is always going to be playing second fiddle to Activision. It's just how it is. Yep, and it's interesting. Like, like exactly like Super said, they could be trying something different with Battlefield, like with a uh, WoW or Battlefield. Instead, they're just content to sort it's of. Co- well, when copy. I see when I see that analogy, Sean, I think that's two successful companies that both have a market segment. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying that they aren't, but I'm and, saying that if EA, which is just trying to somehow get ahead of actors, and they are trying to do that, yeah. let's not kid ourselves. They're never going to succeed because it's just like Pepsi trying to get ahead of Coke. Well, but that's it's not just how you market. Pepsi right? Doesn't taste as good, you know. Well, I I actually prefer Pepsi. Um, you're you're something wrong. With the I game. know, I know, I know, but I do. And th- but the thing is, there's always going to people be people who prefer the other one. Absolutely, and those people have something wrong but with you, them. But they you in one of my facilities. But well, I'm not going to go that far. <laughs> but what should your marketing plan be like? Okay, we we know you like us, so just keep buying our games. Or should it be going towards your other side of the market? I I, I just I, I don't think that I your think marketing that, should ignore the competitor mark. The well, no, you shouldn't market, ignore it, but you shouldn't just ape it, you know. And that's you get the sensation that these days EA is aping hmm. the their more successful brother. So you're saying this isn't the game that Dice would want to build? No, I think if he had his choice, and if he if if it weren't down to market forces pushing him in a specific direction, not he him. might build something Dice is, different. Dice is a company. Sorry. Okay. Well, yes. He this this company would produce something different. Okay? That's this, what I think. This personally. company only makes multiplayer shooters. I think Sometimes that they would it gets bra- brought in to more. make the multiplayer campaigns for other people's shooters. Absolutely. <laughs> and I think that they would produce something that wouldn't be so, you know, right. I don't know, such a copy. I think that they would they would try to do something a little more risky. Okay. So what about so, so then let's take let's take your logic. What about in the in the coat in the BioWare area? What's BioWare doing then? Are they oh. they're doing this be solely because of EA, or are they uh, are they actually making the game they want to make? And it just in sucks. terms of Kotor, yeah. I bet you that I, I know how EA works in this regard, and I bet you there are some fingers from above in that pie. I don't know how much control they have. I don't expect that they're coming. Considering out, but... considering the budget numbers that have been rumored for the Old Republic, I would say they they at least lend credence to that. Yeah. Oh yeah, they need that. The to more be money that's involved too. The more money that's involved in something, the more control the the people at headquarters have. But, over what's so you're up. saying that BioWare are, didn't want to make a space MMO. I mean, no, where's the cutoff? That, like, where's the direction I'm, I'm, that's going? I certainly wrong. did want to make a space MMO, but to make it as much like WoW as it is, yeah. I have a lot of trouble believing that they said, "Well, let's make let's make WoW in space," which is what they've done. So, but isn't WoW like if you have a quality MMO right now, it tends to be like WoW if it's not like Eve. There, there but that's aren't kind of like other saying good if you have a quality first-person shooter right now, it has to be like Modern Warfare 2, right? 
Would you say say Final Fantasy XIV is anything like WoW? Yeah, absolutely. No, but it's not not a quality MMO. Well, I don't know. I don't know if I'd say that. It's getting... (laughs) They can't even charge for it yet. (laughs) That shouldn't even be entertained. (laughs) But it isn't a bad game at the current moment. Now, when it came out, it was terrible, and I crapped all over it, deservingly so. But at the moment, it's getting there, and the new battle system, I think, will go a long way towards that. But, you know, it's not WoW, and it doesn't play anything like WoW, and yet it has a following, and it will be successful. And but I'm, just, I'm getting to the point where that. I'm starting to think that MMOs, in the traditional MMO sense that we have them, in the MMO genre as it stands today, are just going to end up peaking towards something that's a similar or offshoot of WoW. So, okay, so and I'm thinking like, we're like, going to need like a new MMORPG-type genre, like really different sort of way that these uh, games okay, work. Okay, so, so like your thesis is that like, WoW has distilled the core essence of what an MMORPG is so well. As this genre works today, yeah. And I think it's going to be like a new genre. Like, we won't be able to call it like, oh, it's not an MMORPG. It's like an MMO something. Like an MMO right. action game or something like that. That I really can understand. Stand out. I, mm-hmm. I can understand. Well, you know, I th- if you think about it, before WoW came along, what was the defining system that games tried to, that, that WoW itself tried to copy, which was EverQuest. EverQuest. You know, yeah. exactly. And, we've and to a small extent, that. Final Fantasy XI. Oh, my God! <laughs> <laughs> Ninja Cat! <laughs> mm-hmm. And sneak, now... Sneak, 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 <laughs> counts. Now that WoW has kind of cemented itself as the defining thing, we'll have to have someone else who can set themselves up as the new system, and that yes. will be what we move towards. So basically something at this point we can't even really conceive of. Basically with the new MMO that Blizzard is working on. Yeah, pro- it'll probably be Project Titan. <laughs> well, that's, okay. so that's great. So they make the next that. one, too. <laughs> it'll either be that or Maple Story. <laughs> Maple everyone. Story 2. Let me play devil for a second. So no one thinks that the what they're doing with the conversation system, the multi-party dialogue choices, and fully voiced a- voice-acted scenes is not enough to really differentiate it? No, I think that's fluff. It's very peripheral to the actual gameplay. And by gameplay, I mean the battle system and the crafting system and stuff and the way those interact. And I think that if we look at WoW, it, it's built on EverQuest, but now it's got its own thing, and a lot of games try to copy it. And once we get away from that, we'll have some new paradigm. And the core that, of an MMO is you building your character. Yeah. It's not story. It, it's, it's, yeah, the story and, and how you interact with stuff is peripheral, and everyone does it differently, and that doesn't really, you know, I hate to say it, I wish it were different, but that doesn't really impact many people's buying decision. What they're interested in is the gameplay itself, the actual you know, using my abilities, creating my character, equipping myself with, myself with items. How do I get those items? How do I make items? You know, how does the market work? That's what they care about, the actual function of interaction. They don't care about the story in MMOs, and that's a sad thing. And that's partly to do with WoW, actually. So, you know, they're, ma- they're getting better, but the reason that story is minimalized is because of EverQuest and because of WoW. So. Well, I would think it's because the MMO stars you. Well, no. I mean, look at Final Fantasy XI. That has a good story. Final Fantasy XIV has a decent story. I think XI's is better. But yeah, but and the problem is trying. With, yeah. See, and I, and I would say XI's problems come from the de-emphasis of you and your progression. And the things they've made, they've done that make XI more appealing now has been about allowing you to progress your character better and faster. And it's not, not anything they've done in the story department. Yeah, but I don't think that you need to do that at, at the exclusion of the story or to the minimalization of yeah, the story. Yeah, I just haven't seen somebody pulled off, though. Well, that's what needs to be done, right? Yeah, I suppose. Is KOTOR doing that? Uh, I, 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 we'll see. Right, the, comments that I made, the comments that I made on the podcast about three weeks ago, I, th- I think it was three weeks ago, 
was suggested that um, that um, the old Republic was a was apparently you know a, a, the kind of single player RPG experience you'd expect from Bioware, but it wasn't a strong MMO. You know, the single player yeah, I, was there. I could totally buy that. I I would but imagine that's exactly what it is. It just didn't gel well into an into a into a functioning MMO. So. so. Do you think there'd be? Do you think there'd be a lot of people who just want that Star Wars storyline? Who who buy the game and subscribe for maybe a month, play through the bounty hunter and Jedi storylines, do their yep. thing, and then just unsubscribe as soon as they get their single player fix out of it? I I can see that happening. I mean, look look at what happened with Star Wars Galaxies. You know, mm-hmm. ooh, it's a Star Wars game. It's going to be great, and you know, it, it had some good features. And okay. people played it and they were done. Before. We get into blaming the story for that, though. The caveat with Galaxies is, is they changed the mechanics of that game majorly at least four times that I could. Yeah, but they of. changed it long, long after release. Okay, because mm, I played that game. For no, six it was months. quite. It wasn't. It wasn't long after release that they made that. I played it. For six yeah, the, the, the first been implemented. right. The first jump was like maybe nine months after the game Absolutely. came out, and, and it was then, a major, major paradigm shift. By then, the majority of what I would call the dedicated players had left. That's why I quit. There was no one to play with anymore six months in. Because well, the, the Star they Wars players change, were gone. It? Exactly. And they tried to bring people back. And all that did was chase off the people who liked the system. That, was you know? that the change when they made Jedi easier to get? Yes. Yeah. The new the NGE, like, you know, the, the patch that killed Star Wars Galaxies, uh, basically. Nice. And that was the coup de grace. So that was it. <laughs> but, they, but they weren't done with that. They had another one later just for the hell yeah, of it. <laughs> they did. Well, they tried to bring Let's it back. Let's make it an action game. It's just one bad decision after another, <laughs> you know, which is a pity because the original game, when I played it, was actually not bad. It had, though it was not, a, it wasn't like good by today's standards, but at the time, it had some really neat ideas. And I would have liked to see them, you know, developed, but to kill it nine months in is. Sad, to say the least. Well, Sean, did you play anything else this week? <laughs> um, I didn't play WoW. Um, right. What did I play? Um, magic. You played Magic, but we talked yes, about I did. That. I played that briefly. I played a couple games on my iPad. Uh, the Galaga 30th collection came out this week. You have to week. pay for all those or something? Yeah, but it's really cheap. I think it's 99 cents for all of the games in the Galaga collection. You know, you get them all for 99 cents. So if, and you get one to start and you get three more for a dollar, so... Oh, and right. I like them, so um, they're not the original arcade versions. They're sort of like reinventions, but they're quite good and a lot easier to play on the iPad than the old Galaga was on the iPad. So hopefully we'll get the the official versions as well as the remixes soon, because that seems to be the general complaint about it. This isn't the one that I played in the arcade. It, the waves are different. That's kind of weird that they'd change it. Yeah, well, it's a 30th collection, so they have 30th editions of Galaxian, Gapless, well, Galaga, was a collection. Galaga. Yeah, I thought it was like, oh, cool, finally a good way to get all those, including Gapless. Which is mm-hmm, really including Gapless. You can only get that in a few places, including a really bad collection on the Wii, which I bought just to get oh, Gapless. Oh, I'm sorry. It's a no, get it on your iPad. And it, the controls are great, actually. I've thoroughly enjoyed playing it. Well, and I'm showing the intro video on the live stream now on my iPad. Oh, so. there you go. <laughs> yeah, I've got it. <laughs> the other thing I picked up this week was the Atari collection, um, which has... Most importantly, it has Centipede on it, which is like one of my favorite arcade games of all time. Atari pulled all their games from the App Store like a year ago or something, so they could create this one single Atari greatest hits thing. 
and you get all 100 games in it for 15 bucks. So I said, ah, $15, sure, I'll get it. And that allows me to play Centipede. And again, the interface is pretty good on that. I'm very pleased, much better than the old one, once again. So maybe developers are finally figuring out how to use that touch screen effectively for controlling. So that makes me happy. And so I played those this week. It doesn't really count as anything serious, but that's about it, actually. Cool. And Manny, uh, was there anything else you wanted to plug? Uh, you had played right no. Now? Okay. No, pretty much that. Well, Anna, you I'm jumped in. And, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I was probably going to start finish up uh, Two Worlds 2 before the expansion comes out. And maybe jump on, you know, my PS3, my old, uh, I have a 60 gigabyte, one of the original ones that's PS2 compatible. Yeah, I have one of those. They're awesome. Yeah. The dr- I don't know how long those are going to last, though. I'm a little worried Why? about how long the drives in those things are going to survive. Oh, you mean the CD drive? Yeah. Here's the trick. Don't use it. Yeah. <laughs> and it will last a long time. I have a PS2, and I use it for all my PS1 and PS2 games because I'm afraid of putting discs into my PS3. I don't but want to that's like out. the whole point of having one, though. So I know, like isn't that- it? I, I, feel, I feel so stupid because I'm like, but you have it for... No, no, I'll just use the PS2. And you know, the PS2 games look fantastic with the upscaler and the smoothing that they have. They do look good, actually. Yeah, that's how I played the Persona games. It looked great. Well, that's what I was about to say, Chris, is that I have three lingering games in my, from my PS2 collection that I haven't played yet. I just want, I'm thinking of starting those right away to get them out of the way so I can move on. The only problem is that... Yeah. Like... They're each, like, the shortest one from that list is, like, 30 to 40 hours. Well, I, but as far as your dilemma with your PS3 wearing out, play the PS2 games as soon as possible. Then they'll be off your list, and exactly, that's what you exactly won't worry about do. it, you know? You, won't, you will have played it, and in the future, if you really wanted to play it again, it'll be, like, a retro thing, and you'll be on a kick where you'll be okay with getting a real PS2 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and if at that point, if the thing dies, because at this point, I would rather get a new PS3, because they're just so much, they're, they're actually quieter, quieter yeah. now. Yeah, yeah well, they're this, way Mine quieter. is not loud, but, yeah. No, that's the funny thing, is by, per, like, just... I've, I've been hearing all the game journalists bitch about that. Like, my PS3 is now the loud one. Well, I don't have a Xbox S, so my Xbox is still the loud one. So I don't know about that. I, I was thinking, so I'm probably going to start a Digital Devil Summoner 2 ah, next week. Righto. And then I'm going to move hmm. on to... Uh, um, wait. Devil Summoner or no, Digital uh, Devil Survivor? No, Devil Summoner. No, no, no. Devil, no not, forget the digital. Just Devil Summoner okay. 2. Yeah. Thank you. Because I mixed three games there. Yes. There's Digital Devil Saga, Devil Summoner, and... Uh, Devil Survivor. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> Devil Summoner 2, and after that one I'm going to pick... I'm going to try to make my way through Front Mission 4, and just to see what it's like. I never played it. And finally, the, the, the one that takes 200 hours, Persona 4. Persona 4 does not take 200 hours. It takes... Okay. Persona 4 uh, takes like 70. Yeah, it's under 100 hours. Yeah. Not that bad. Hey, still, that's a long time to have a disc spinning in your drive. It's. I played Persona 3 for over 100 hours on the PS2, and then I played it for another 70 on the PSP. So, I mean, spinning aside, the game is worth the time. Why is Sony just going to release all of these games as a digital download so I can just buy them digitally and you'd be done with it? Uh, which which ones? Any. Just PS2 games in general. Oh, Never. When the Vita comes out, transferring. You want step two of transferring is transferring data between your your uh, Vita and your and PS2 games downloaded. Yep. No, that's not what he said. He said PS2 games that were being ported to PS3. It was not. It was not like actual. We will have. No, I'm convinced we will have playable 
PS2 games on the PSP Vita. I'm convinced of it. I bet you're right. If you can have, I mean, it's, it's just a lot, and th- that's what people will assume, and so they'll probably try to fulfill that. People will assume you can play PS1 games on the PSP. You should be able to play PS2 games on the Vita. I need, yep, a, I need a graphic have support, and they'll be upraised. Right, we need to find a picture of that that step two. Because <laughs> I really want to watch that Konami thing again. Well, I don't want to watch it again. That's why I need a picture. But that was that was fine. That was one of the better things from the press conferences. I'm sorry. There were good things at the press conferences. Uh, what? Whatever. whatever. Anna, you joined us. Anna, you've joined us. Uh, what did you um? Do you have anything to tell us about? What did I playing? play this week? Yeah, I played. Holy shit! There is a crap ton of work to do after E3 when you work for a PR company. Uh. <laughs> I I've just done a ton of reading. Although I have been playing a little bit of uh, Final Fantasy IV: The After Years. So I finished Interlude while I was in LA for E3, and then I finally got that. And I've been cross-stitching again this week. I put up a, a Heartless Crest for sale on my eBay. Woo-hoo. And actually, you'll like the next one that I'm doing, Lucy. I'm almost done a uh, a Magic the Gathering mana uh, penta- awesome. pentagon with the five mana symbols on it. Those are so cool. Yes. Is it for uh, like a be... bookmark or a book cover? Or... No, what? no. It's like a, it's a cross-stitch that you can frame up and put on the wall. Oh, okay. For framing. So, it's like a mini tap. Yes, so, um, yeah, that'll go up on eBay, too. So, if you're looking for my stuff, Life with Dash Kitty. And other than that, I've been holding off playing Heavy Rain. I want to play it so bad, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play it this week. So, talk about that next podcast. Oh, heavy I'm going to start Heavy Rain. Actually, you know what I should do? I'm going to start Heavy Rain just so I won't have any spoil. It's not that long, right? Six hours or so? No, it isn't long. It's 6 to 10, isn't it? Somewhere in that ballpark. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I'm just going to bang that out so I could finally not worry about spoilers and just talk, to with it, talk about it with everybody. I want, so I want Capcom to mm-hmm. cross the Resident Evil series with Heavy Rain so you can, have, you can play Heavy Rain and then run into the Umbrella Corporation. And that would be tremendous. That would oh, be one of the dialogue sequences. Jason, that <laughs> door is locked. You... <laughs> I just think it would be funny to have an umbrella corporation in a game called Heavy Rain. That's all. Because I'm small-minded. And that's the kind of thing that would amuse me. Okay. So, uh, Anna, when you... <laughs> Chris is like, what? <laughs> what a stupid idea. Sorry, what did you say, Manny? Oh, when did you plan on starting it? Um, maybe even today. It depends on how much uh, more research I have to do. All right, all right. We'll have a spoiler cast on the RPG cast next week. Or something. Yes. Heavy rain? Oh, jeez. Yeah. Right. <laughs> of course. You what want to be I on Lucifer? We could have a spoiler cast. We could all talk about yeah, it. Of different course. Sounds like a great idea. Thinking? Dies. Rosebud is a sled. Oh, spoilers. Oh. Oh. This is why I saw <laughs> That's our Statue of Liberty. Limitations. <laughs> so let's oh, lim- people. Oh, that's our statue. Yeah. Zoom right over his head. Yeah. <laughs> As opposed to who else's Statue of Liberty? <laughs> I don't get that one either. That's a Planet, Planet of the of Apes. The Apes. <laughs> oh, okay. Hey, isn't there a new one of those coming out? And it's like oh, making oh, of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, but it's it's different. I see. That doesn't have Charlton weird. Heston in it. It's not real Planet of the Apes. <laughs> it's got to have Charlton Heston. 
All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for being on this week. I want to put some plugs out there. If you'd like to give feedback to the show, podcast at rpgamer.com. Email us your, uh, your voicemails. You can actually email them to us, or you can call us at 608 729 4098. Uh, you can also send feedback on the message boards threads at board.rpgamer.com. I think that's going to be it for this week. Follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash rpgamer, and you can find a list of all the rpgamer staff members there. We follow them, and there's a list. And facebook.com slash rpgamer, YouTube, rpgamer, D-O-T-C-O-M. Check out all the videos and stuff we have from E3. We did all the interviews and cool stuff like that. Hang oh. on with that Twitter thing. So if I go to the rpgamer Twitter feed, yeah. And I look at what it's following. That'll have all the staff members so I can follow them all. Uh, yeah, there's a list. and there's, there's a, a list, list too. If you oh, look at RP Gamer's list, there's a list of staff members. There was a thing that's that was cool. added before. Well, no, those staff that do actually have um, Twitter feeds anyway. Yeah. yeah, okay. Because Lucifercom does that, and I, I'm pleased that you're doing that. It makes it easy. So yeah, I can it just does. go add you all now. Yeah, yeah. Cool. That's brilliant. And I think that's it. Hopefully there'll be some more news, guys, for you this week so that we have something more to talk about next week. Or are we talking about? We had some great conversations. You're Magic right. Gathering, MMO, Chicken and I Waffles. D- and I liked it because it was game-focused, so I-, I love doing that. Not having to worry so much about news. Just talking about games. That's what I like to do here. Let's talk that's about it. Games. Let's just cut the news all together. RPG Cast is done with news. All right, that's now what we've I'm done. Go- yeah. It's minimized. You, got the, you have streamlined. You have big discussions on either side, and then you have the news right in the middle. Yeah. Our news will consist of literary Zoltan, and then we just go on right into discussions. <laughs> yeah, it works. It's a it's a good format, and then you can talk yes. and bore your listeners to death. <laughs> Which is good because if they all die, you don't have to make podcasts anymore. You can relax on your afternoons. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I'm going to go do right now. So uh, for RP Gamer RPG Cast, I don't have that ending in my head yet. For RPG Cast. This is Chris Beers here and company signing off. Jason. Well, Jason? Jason. Oh, goodness. You and your heavy rain. All right. See you next week, everybody. <laughs> Bye now. <laughs> Goodbye.